I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Nothing else matters. I'm sorry, I don't speak Japanese. What are we driving? Welcome back to the Fast Five Minute Podcast, a podcast at the moment that's all about drifting or the lack of it. Um, we're watching Tokyo, Fast and the Furious, comma, Tokyo Drift. This is episode seven of season three. We're watching minute 30 to 35. My name's Stone. I'm exhausted. The other tired guy you're hearing, his name's Guard. What's up? <clears throat> Whoa. I couldn't hold it any longer. I'm sorry, listeners. I forgot to do my pre-podcast throat clear, and it was driving <laughs> So, so you, you all got to hear it. Ah! Oh my god. Hello. My name's Guard. <laughs> Sounded like you coughed up a whole hamster. Holy shit. A hamster? Wow. I was trying I was to think of something. Where you're gonna end up with there and that was. I was trying unexpected. to think of a good sized thing that you potentially could cough up, and a small sure. hamster is where I landed. Um All right, Guard. Enough. Yeah, Stone. <laughs> How are you doing? Oh, I'm also extremely tired. Yeah, yeah. Um as I was editing last week's podcast yesterday for me, I was listening to us talk about the trip we had not yet go on. And we were so young and naive and full <laughs> of life. And while I was sitting there editing, Potential wishing I could... wonderment on the way. Mm-hmm. Wishing I could go to bed. I'm like, you guys have no idea of the, <laughs> of the exhaustion that you're about to face. But here now we are. Now that being said, Stone, I was... Uh, filled with wonderment. I had a great time. I also had a great time, but um, like with most things, uh, traveling is exhausting, and uh, I slept in an airport the first night, and that did not set me up for success. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did not. Uh, now, listeners, if you're hoping for some more fabulous uh, content of racing, this was not a racing-themed bachelor party trip. It wasn't. That's my honestly. To to be honest, guard had a great time. One complaint: not enough race cars. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll take that up with the groom after the fact that he didn't get us enough race car involvement in the bachelor party. <laughs> uh, other than that, quite a fun time though. Quite a fun time. Quite a fun time. Um, but I'm glad to be home. Nothing makes me miss being home with my lovely fiance than uh, spending. <laughs> I, what four days with sixteen dudes? It's exhausting. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's it's very exhausting. fair. I, I was also extremely excited to be back. I was thinking about again. That. I had a great time. It was awesome, but um, it was really nice to to be back in a like my own bed afterwards. As oh, well. dude! And I was thinking about that guard. We spent a lot of time with what was it like fifteen other dudes? Mm-hmm. Um, for a one long weekend, had a good time. I can't imagine um, living in a frat house and doing oh, that awful. for extended periods. Sorry, of time. sorry, listeners that are frat guys. That sounds terrible. Not sorry. That's an awful choice to make. Um, yeah, I all you young listeners out there, um, especially in the South. I know frats are huge in the South. I don't know why. It sounds awful. I know people that were in frats, and it was uh, awful. They just confirmed my fears. Yeah, we got we got a, a weekend taster of it, and I can confirm would probably be pretty rough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I like I like all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to live with every single one of them. Yeah, no doubt. <clears throat> well, Stone, um, was there an F one race this weekend? There wasn't. There was not. Um, which Golly. means, guard, this is my reminder to you, place a bet for this weekend. We're going to Spain. So Great. Sounds this great. is my one reminder to you, so you cannot forget. Um, so I don't have anything off the top. Nothing. Okay, well, I do, and I think it's pretty fun. Uh, we have a request. Oh, is this, the, is this the email that came in moments ago? Seconds before, yes. Uh, this is a request from a fan of the show, and uh, we are fans of his. Uh, you may recognize him from f- successfully finding love via Fast 5-Minute Podcast advertising. We did it. 
which is <laughs> incredible, quite frankly. Uh, blows my mind every time I think about it. <laughs> Agreed. So without further ado, uh, we have a request from The Adam. The. He's looking to get into um, rap music. He's looking to get into rap music, and he came to two the two, he came to Experts. the two perfect people to <laughs> tell him two white guys that grew up in Wyoming. Now that the, being said, Stone, we do listen to rap music often. Yeah. In my case, how about yeah. you? Yeah, I listen to a good amount of rap music. Um, it's probably not my number one genre, but uh, top three for sure. Okay, nice. Yeah. Um. Well, it is my number one. Oh wow. Okay. If, just so you know. And Stone, with that being said, um, I would like you to describe for us, I want you to describe for me your favorite five rappers of all time. My favorite five of all time? I don't know about all time. Can I give you, can I give some, just some hot wrecks? <laughs> um, no, I want your best five of all time. I'm putting, the whole point of this was to put you on the spot. Put me on the spot. Well, as in the mo in the widest, um pick of all time i i'm a big kendrick lamar fan i big I, kendrick why fan. is that a white pick? i don't think you have to i don't know because he's just the race he, of yourself or the rappers he's just though. very just mainstream for top five race excluded <laughs> uh uh kendrick lamar um run the jewels huge run the jewels fan wow okay um um and that's that's my top five Here's some other wrecks because you put me on the spot. Um, baby No Money. You're at three right now. Okay, Love Baby four. No Money. Um, he's current and I like him a lot. And uh, uh, Young Gravy. Shout out Young Gravy and Rich Brian. <laughs> Who the fuck is Young Gravy, Stone? Oh, he, he's him and uh, <laughs> Young Gravy and Baby No Money are, are good friends. And they've put out several mixtapes where together under the name Baby Gravy. Baby No Money, Young Gravy, wow. Baby Gravy. What, what's the genre here? Rap. Uh, sorry, what, what do they rap about, I mean? Just being uh, young with too much cash, you know how it is. Oh, so just the normal rap stuff. You, you know, just, just generic <clears throat> rap stuff. I'm going to be honest, I thought you were going to uh, pick like some crazy people that rapped about, like, I, I don't know, what, what was that line that you had in your last one? I can't, I can't tell. Can't give a good thing away. Oh, right, of course. Uh, a reminder, everyone, if you uh, so <laughs> wish, Stone has challenged you all to add us on Twitter and Instagram at the Fast Five Pod, number five. Make sure you put the in front. Uh, encouraging us to release our raps, and we will do so with enough engagement. With enough engagement, we're going to th uh, throw down a sick freestyle, and Guard is going to spit some bars. That's true. I'll do my best. Uh, Stone, are you wondering what my top five favorite rappers <laughs> of all time are? I absolutely am. I'm I'm dying to know. Now I've had thirty minutes or so to think about this. I saw this email um, about uh, four minutes ago. I was told this email was getting sent to me, uh, so I <clears throat> knew it was happening. My top five favorite, in no particular order, J Cole. I love J Cole. Childish Huge J. Gambino. Cole fan. Oh, why did I think of Child Gambino? I knew you were be upset. I knew oh my gosh, I'm an idiot. Okay, we also have Mac Miller. I'm a big Mac Miller fan. Big Mac Miller fan. Excellent. We also have um I I hesitate to put him in the list because like Kanye hesitate, and like go. Biggie and all those guys are like no, no. better F fuck him. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna put him because I like him more. Kyle. Super duper Kyle. I, I also like Kyle. You're giving a lot of bangers. Okay, excellent. And rounding out my list, uh, a basic pick, but also very good for a reason. Uh, I like Drake quite a bit. Eh. My thoughts on Drake are he is every album has two to four absolute slap roonies, and the last rest I can leave or take. You know? Well, yeah, I don't listen to Drake albums. I listen to Drake singles. Oh, I'm sorry. I pulled up my Spotify if, to see if anything else would come up. Um, my, my late pick, uh, Denzel Curry. Love Denzel Curry. All right, excellent. Well, there you have it, Adam. We've rattled off about 12 uh, to 13 rappers between the two of us that we enjoy. 
I think. Uh, if you are into old stuff, the classic answers are Nas, Wu-Tang Clan. Uh, let's oh. see, Biggie, Tupac. Uh, but they're old, and I like new stuff. Kill me, everyone. Sue me, you know? Um, <clears throat> hot take. Don't really, don't really care for Tupac. Uh-oh. <laughs> Yeah, hot take. I know, real hot take. Hiding and get you, (laughs) Adam. That's Um, a little rap joke for you. Tupac (laughs) was brutally killed. It's a little rap humor for you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, Stonewall. That concludes our um, rap appreciation (laughs) portion of the show. Uh, We do have an ad still to get to, though. Good. Got to pay the bills. Uh, This week is brought to you by. Pointer finger rings. <laughs> <laughs> Want to look insanely cool? <laughs> Need something your partner will love and your friends will be jealous of? Get a pointer finger ring. Huh. Guard. Yeah. I can't help but think hmm. back to this weekend and think that you you bought a pointer finger ring this weekend. Did I? Did that influence this ad? Did... Did you buy a ring because you knew we landed the this ad? Or did... weeks and weeks in advance. So you bought one to to try out the product so you can make sure that you we can really get behind it wholeheartedly? I only endorse things that I personally enjoy quite a bit, and I, I happen to get a pointer finger ring. It happens <laughs> to look super cool on me. Yeah, dude. I, I thought it was cool. Thank you, Stone. Appreciate that. Where did, where did you get this pointer finger ring? Uh, I got it in a mall. <laughs> was it at a kiosk in the mall? Uh, yes, yes, it was. Um, pretty awesome. So, where all where where everyone finds the finest of jewelry? Shout out to uh, I don't even know what the place was. It was like uh, Family Jewels. It might have been called. I don't know. <laughs> if it was a kiosk in the mall, I can almost guarantee it was called Family Jewels. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a very nice, expensive ring. Oh, guard! I just thought of something. Almost sure to tarnish within weeks. Yes, so. <laughs> I forgot. I started um, another bit on off F one weeks that I only came back to one time, and I think I might need to come back to it right now. Called what? Um, me explaining why my Ford Focus is cool to guard and the audience. Oh yes, and then I tell you if I'm interested or not. Still. Yeah, I, f- I forgot all about it. Remember, remember what was the last thing I told you? Do you remember? Um, this may have been the very first week, so no, I do not remember. Um, I think it was the very first week. Uh, it was that my car, or the Ford Focus, was a rally car driven by Colin McRae. Okay, great. Ring, ring, ring any bells? Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm definitely. Yeah. Um, since I didn't think about this, a, th- a thing that's cool about my Ford Focus is mm, it has a, p- a pen holder. <laughs> Stone's going off the cuff here for... Yeah, it has a pen holder guard. Sick. <laughs> in the center console, a little clip, a little divot, put a pen right in there. You'll sure, always yeah. have a pen. Oh, yeah, definitely. So is it cool yet? Um, No. I was actually thinking about the pen holder and... um. I think I might do a funny joke where I just always keep a cigar in there. Because <laughs> that's okay. a pretty funny joke, right? Yeah, that's fun. I like that. What the heck's going on down there? Oh, it's just my cigar holder. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm a big time cigar guy. <laughs> what if I need a cigar while I'm driving my manual car? <laughs> oh, this? <laughs> I smoke cigars, so. Yeah, no big deal. Pretty, pretty cool. Well, maybe I'll have to think of a better thing. <clears throat> I don't know uh, why you would. Yeah, that was great, Stone. So, <laughs> anyways, Garden. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we talk about this movie? I guess. Oh, I suppose we can. Yeah. Well, Guard, yes. would you like to tell the audience uh, how this five minutes began or how it ended? I'll tell you began, and the answer to that question is in the middle of a race. It did, and it ended. With a sneak peek of a very cool car. Called? Hmm? What's the cool car called? Oh, we'll get there. Oh, okay. It's, oh, uh, don't, you don't, don't you worry. We'll you get there. You don't want to reveal quite yet. No, 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 no. That's the grand finale. <laughs> yeah, that would be silly. <laughs> that would be silly. 
Um, like you said, we're picking back up. Middle of a drift battle. Mm-hmm. It is the Drift King, the man that everyone refers to as DK, not for Donkey Kong, but for Drift <laughs> King, versus someone who, moments before the race, the race had to ask, how does one drift? So, Guard, <laughs> how is this race going? <laughs> oh, it's going horrifically for Sean. Mm. Couldn't be going worse, I don't think. He, I mean, the only thing that could have been going worse if, if he forgot to buckle his seatbelt and had jettisoned out the windshield. But I'm surprised luckily he he's buckled up frankly. for safety. Yeah, it's amazing that he lived through this race. He's buckled up for safety, and um, we <clears> see <throat> DK immediately hit a sick drift. Slow-mo, camera zoom in, mere inches from the concrete wall. Literally um, inches that, away from a wall. It, it's amazing. It's a sick shot, mm-hmm. and then uh, Sean runs directly into said wall. <laughs> yep, sure does. What an idiot. Uh, what an idiot. Um, then <laughs> we get a, a, a something in this movie that I feel like has happened more than once already. We get a, a fourth wall break. <laughs> oh, yeah, we do. Pretty cool one. Um, uh, uh, Twinkie. <laughs> Oh, you didn't mean the literal wall smashing when Sean smashed into it? <laughs> no, no. Good. <laughs> Close, but no. We get a literal wall break, and then we get a figurative wall break when Twinkie gets into an elevator to go up uh, to the finish line, which is at the top of this parking garage. Mm-hmm. He uh, gets in with a bunch of ladies, looks <laughs> directly in the camera, gives the audience a little wink. Yeah, and I felt special because of it, so... Uh, don't know if that was necessary, but we got it. Um, I think it was. I think it was badass. Then, <laughs> then Han gets in an elevator mm-hmm. uh, all by himself, still mm-hmm. snacking, still relaxing. Doesn't seem bothered at all. Uh, no, he doesn't seem to care in the slightest that his uh, car has been just hammered. So he has to be at extremely this point in the race, wealthy. His car correct? is messed up, by the way. It is. It's been crashed at least two to three times at this point, mm-hmm. and we're we're maybe halfway to the top. So only more to come. Uh, the race course, for context, everyone. I know you were you already had a little context, but for more context, uh, the the uh, course is uh, the parking garage itself. Uh, they're racing like in and out of the parking garage and their cars are going up like a spiraling column, which is cool. Uh, and that's about all the context you need, really. <laughs> they're, it they're drifting around a race course. I mean, it's a, it's, it's the perfect place to do drifts in mm. Tokyo. I mean, you're, you're in a small footprint of a building and just going up, just doing drifts around a parking garage, nice, smooth surface. Mm-hmm. Plenty of room for spectators, some of which uh, got a little too close for comfort because uh, uh, Sean comes ripping around the corner, smashes someone else's car. Yeah, so he's indebted to two people now. Yeah, not not only is he smashing the car he's in, ran into another car. Um, to be fair to that car, why would you park uh, there? <laughs> Where you know cars are going to be sliding sideways. Well, so here around. I have a question. Yeah, the race course itself is not marked out in any way. Yeah, how in God's name uh, would you know where to park to be out of the course? And if you say to me, "Well, everyone there has just seen this race so many times that <laughs> they know where it is," how did Sean know where he was going if he wasn't uh, like if he had started winning from the start? He would have no idea how to get to the finish line of the race because it ends on the floor above him. Uh, luckily, um, he was behind someone the entire time. Did we miss a scene uh, where they said, "Oh, by the way, this is the the turn one of the several turns you'll have to take and memorize uh, without having run this course at all first? Oh no, we got no explanation. Um, we just got got. He didn't even know how to drift, so I can't imagine he got a lowdown onto the <laughs> layout of this drift uh, course mm-hmm. that they uh, weaseled their way through. <clears throat> so the Yakuza um, is racing dirty, you could say. I mean, to be fair... It's the uh, Yakuza. It's the Yakuza, 
and there's no way Sean could have won even if he didn't know what the track was because he has hit everything he possibly could. A pillar, a wall, someone else's car, uh, a curb, everything. <laughs> yeah. No, there's. I'm not making up excuses for him. I'm just saying had he had a chance of winning, that it would have been out the window anyway because he had no idea what the course was. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But no, he but, um, he he was good. He lost badly, like from the very beginning. He was at no point the in first course. Place. They explained the course as well as they explained the course on the first track or mm. the first race, where they said out the other side, but then made a U-turn and came back the way they started. The one Sean um, destroyed a house in. The one he's destroyed a house might have caused more damage in this race. To be honest. Mm. He has completely ruined one purpose-built Mona Lisa of drift cars. Still, in the other ruined one, he destroyed it. a the framing of a house. But, uh, That's a lot of is, lumber. It, it is a lot of lumber. Um, but this could be a forty, fifty thousand uh, dollar car that he just smashed up with no regard. Could be a hundred thousand dollar house frame stunt. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Um, but they if get we're to just the throwing top. out things that they, I'm just saying. D- DK gets to the top. He's the winner, obviously. Sean By scrapes his car up. Um, he like fully gets out. He's dude. He beat me as bad as Ethan Thomas beat me in the 100 meter sprint my senior year of high school. Dude, shout out Ethan Thomas. Ethan Thomas had gotten out of his car at the end of the 100 meter sprint by the time you finished. Quick, uh, quick story about that, actually. Please. Not kidding. Okay, so Ethan Thomas was Wait, the... Guard. Yeah. Guard. Mm-hmm. You ran the 100-meter dash? Yes. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> <coughs> Here's no, they, how that don't happened. Take this, don't take this as offense. You don't seem like the 100-meter dash kind of fella. Oh, no one thought I was. Uh, here's okay. the reason I was okay, in that good. race. I was a pole vault guy. You're a pole vault guy? Okay. That's right. That's right. Track and field Dude, pole vault guy. Awesome. You you went into track and field going, what's the most extreme one here? And you <laughs> no grabbed doubt. the pole and sent it. Love Correct. It. And I was good at pole vaulting, by the way. I was very bad at the 100-meter sprint. Uh, Ethan Thomas was the best sprinter in the entirety of Wyoming. I'm not kidding. He won state that year, I'm pretty sure. And at regionals, we had to compete in more than one event because we needed points for the team sports, and regionals are random seating. So I was up against the fastest dude in the state, and he beat me so badly that he literally got the 100, keep in mind, <laughs> like usually like a 10 to 12 second race. He beat me so badly that he was like given a bottle of water and had started <laughs> drinking it when I crossed the finish line. Impressive. Yeah, it was it was horrific. What's he up to these days? I have no idea. Huh. Well, if, if you're listening, uh, right in. Yeah, please do. Um. Anyway, that's that's how bad. Uh, how, that's how badly Sean was beaten. They literally had gotten out of the car. They were celebrating, and then they had to get out of the way so he could drive his crashed car to the top of this building. It was incredible. Um, Han, after seeing his Mona Lisa of drift cars just get ruined in front of his own eyes, uh, all he has to say is, uh, don't leave town. Um, does he know what kind of man Sean is? Did he just take a wild guess and guess that that is his play to crash a car and leave town? Dude, I guess. Yeah, it, it seems like it was kind of, um, <laughs> it, it seems kind of pointed that he would know already <laughs> that it he's seems a, like a Han town skipper. read the script. It seems like Han yeah. read the script to this uh, movie <laughs> and knew how the first act went. It sure does. By the way, speaking of Han, the dude loves eating snacks. Dude, like I told you, if you know one thing about Han from all of these movies, loves to snack. He's a big snack guy. I'm so also I was a big curious snack about guy. that stone. I looked it up, by the way. Yeah. Um, the guy that plays Han did an interview, and they're like, "What's up with all those snacks, dude?" And he oh. was like, "Well, uh, I knew I wasn't gonna have a lot of lines in this one, but a lot of screen time. I'm paraphrasing a lot, but a lot of screen time." And I thought. 
that's going to look kind of weird if I am just running around uh, doing nothing all the time. Just standing around being stoic and doing nothing and not yeah. saying any lines. So I got some snacks. So that was his choice. That wasn't a director's choice. He just is a big snack. He thought it'd be cool for his character. I mean, instead of like smoking a cigarette or whatever, yeah, just eating some snacks. Now, I mean, funny you should say that, a- Stone. He worked previously with the director, same interview, and this his Han character was like basically a continuation of this other guy they did for a movie. Uh, but this movie was rated hard R, the previous one, like that this character is kind of based on, and that guy mm-hmm. smoked all the time. And he said, kids are going to be watching this. I don't want them to see me smoking all the time. God, cool guy. What a cool guy. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a good choice. It gives him something to do while he's just wandering around not saying anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, well, uh, Sean shouldn't leave town. A Yakuza member? We, I, don't, I guess we don't know if Han is a part of the Yakuza. We're not positive An, on a, that one. A Yakuza-adjacent person yes. whose property you just ruined uh, told you to not leave town. Probably a good idea to not. Um, I certainly wouldn't. And then Sean you know, goes As a matter home. of fact, let me retract that. I certainly would at first opportunity. Oh, yeah, big time. If I was in That'd trouble the smart with the Yakuza, I would never set foot in Japan again. Oh, yeah, big time. Um, scary. Uh, also, I'm going to go she- ahead and uh, go back to my favorite five rappers of all time really quick and change my oh, answer. Yeah, go. Give it to uh, me. Top five best of all time. Dylon, 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 Dylon. Dylon? Yes. Huh, I have to look him up. <laughs> uh, only real ones will get that reference stone, so I guess you're not a real one. I guess, I guess I'm a fake one. That's too bad. I hate to hear that. <laughs> um, that, may, that lets me know you're not cool if you don't get that reference, unfortunately. Dang it. Mm-hmm. Man, hate to, hate to hear that, but, you know, oh well. well Everyone I guess got I'm out, of, I guess I'm out of the podcast. About how much he sucks. <laughs> he doesn't know that, dude. Uh, but you can still be in the podcast. I mean, I'm, you're just not a real one. Just, I'm just the lame one of the two. <laughs> yeah, correct. Bummer. Okay. Well, anyway. <clears throat> with that out of the way, mm-hmm. uh, Sean goes home. And his father is up home, waiting for him. Huge quotation marks on that. Home. Home to... He goes to he his goes his uh, his father's large closet of an apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, his father has been pounding beers. He's on beer number five. And probably Concerned ladies father. of the night based on his previous activities. Maybe. Maybe. He's wearing his Navy sweater. Not to get hookers. The... <laughs> he's wearing his Navy sweater to get the point across that uh, he's in the Navy. We see yep, it. He sure Chill is. Chill out, dude. Chill yep. out. Mm-hmm. Um, he asked Sean, you know what time it is? Sean has the audacity to give him <laughs> sass. Pretty funny, though. I mean, I giggled about it. Um, he said, I thought it was around 7 o'clock. The U.S. is a few hours behind. Pretty good burn. Mm-hmm. Pretty good burn. And then we get my favorite line of this five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> his dad gets up in his face real close, real serious, and goes, have you been racing, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> Like a concerned parent that smells alcohol on the breath of their teenager. Have you been drinking? Yeah, Have except you been smoking. In that Have scenario, you been like racing. You smell the drugs, right? Or or like they're acting like they're on drugs. How does he know that he's been a racing? Gives him a sniff, you smell like motor oil. I knew it. <laughs> Dude, seriously. Why and why doesn't Sean just say no? <laughs> like it's so easy to lie Sean's obviously like doesn't give a crap about lying to his dad so why doesn't he just lie you know Sean just doesn't say anything and it like basically immediately gives it away why doesn't he just say nah I haven't <laughs> it's so funny that his his alcohol-esque vice as a teenager is racing cars how Dude, not insane only that, his dad's an alcoholic <laughs> Uh, which is the worst vice, dude? He is not an alcoholic. He there's okay. There's more beers than I saw. There's maybe a ton. There's like seven beers. He's on his seventh beer. <laughs> He's on his seventh beer alone at night. Fine, if you want to have like one 
one night a week, I guess, I get the feeling that they put all those beers on there to show that he was really into alcohol, is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, also, uh, race, I mean, like, how the fuck did he know he's racing? And it, racing isn't that bad of a thing, right? I don't know. I'd be more concerned. I would have been like, hey, uh, son, did you get in trouble with the Yakuza tonight? Like, if he already knows <laughs> what he did, then which one is the more pressing concern? Well, he has um, gotten multiple, uh, not arrests, multiple charges on him for uh, reckless driving. Um, so we all know, we, his dad and the audience know he's a degenerate uh, driver. Degenerate is, racer. All I'm saying is his dad is also a degenerate. Yeah, his dad's also not great. Sean um, showed up to his house and a prostitute walked out. <laughs> that did happen. And that he's getting yelled happen. at for racing. Yeah, but he's also had to move to Japan because he's got caught racing too many times. Yeah, but like, I get that Sean's not a good dude either. I'm just saying like, of all the people to uh, shit talk Sean for anything, it's like, really? Am I going to listen to this fucking guy? But also, it's his first night there. We learn this in the next scene when he shows up to school the next day. This is a weeknight that this dude's pounding beers and Sean is drift racing in the middle of Tokyo. Yeah. Fucking wild thing to do on your first night, which happens to be a weeknight ever in Japan. Pretty cool, though. Pretty cool night. Um, It is is pretty sick. Um, His dad picks up the phone, says, you're out of here. And then Sean says, I don't care. Who, Who cares? Not me. I'm a tough teenager. I'm a I'm a redneck guy that doesn't give a shit about no one or nothing. And his dad says, uh, if this doesn't work out, uh, you have nowhere else to go. You're going to jail. You get that? This isn't a game. How does Sean not get that? Uh, like, Sean's an idiot, I guess. Well, like, we already kind of knew that. But let me we, break down the conversation here. Okay. So the dad says, you have nowhere to go. It's here or jail. First of all, we know from Officer Doug that's not going to be a thing. No, not true. You don't make a deal with the police of moving to Japan or going to jail, okay? Also, if the police already made a deal with him, they wouldn't, like, if he moved back to the U.S., it's not like a a cop's going to go out to his house and be like, you're back from the U.S.? Looks like it's jail then, you son of a bitch. (laughs) I have a note here on your file that says, uh, if not in Tokyo, must go to jail. So that's and not true in, already. But you're in then the States. his dad says, my rules or get out. I thought he had nowhere else to go, man. I thought he had nowhere else to go. Also, the dad says, my we- rules or get out and go out where, man? My rules are get out. Oh, you mean the three rules, one of which is don't drive a car, which we know based on how these movies go is going to happen in the next scene? (laughs) Yeah. It makes no sense. The whole scene is so contradictory. It's so bizarre. It is very bizarre. Um, He says, understand. Sean says, yes, sir. Uh, He was tough for about a half a second and then gave up that act. Yeah, Sean's kind of a pussy. Uh, Like... He acts really tough and then doesn't do very tough stuff. He acts really tough until uh, he gets questioned for a half a second and then he gives up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then he goes into the sleeping cl- portion of the closet. <laughs> right. And then we get jump a tiny next little day. snippet of the next day. He shows up at school where he he does his old walk of shame. Everyone in school knows this white kid's a fucking clown. He was just humiliated the night before, got killed just, by a Yakuza member in a race. He made himself look like an the biggest idiot that's ever stepped foot in a car. Didn't um, even know what drifting was, which apparently is the national pastime of Tokyo. Um, and then he leaves school. Quick day in school. <laughs> yeah. We're in school for all of five minutes. Of, of, and and uh, who does he life. see outside? Well, Han is lurking there. Han is lurking there, and in he is leaning car. up against what might be my favorite car in any Fast and the Furious movie. Oh, okay, Stone. 
Guard, can I can I tell you a little bit about this car real oh, quick? Oh, please do. Yeah. This is Hans 1997 RX7 Veilside. So Veilside is a car uh, car parts the company out of Japan. Oh, that's my, that was my next thing I was gonna say. So this it has a Veilside body kit on it, and it's like a Veilside built car, and it's fucking awesome. Two tone orange and black. Ooh wee, it's a pretty car. Um, it is a pushing. I couldn't find the actual specs on this exact car, but I'd oh, say pushing. You should have left it to me, dude. Did you find it? No, I'm just saying. Uh, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm. I've become an expert at finding car specs. Oh. Um, the the highest model RX7 you could find was like 240 uh, horsepower. This is a Veilside built car. So I'd say 250 plus horsepower. Mm-hmm. Sure. Under the hood, guard. This car has a 2.6 liter R2 engine. I didn't R2. hear you say V anywhere during that. So, so guard, we we've talked about a handful of engines. Mm-hmm. We talked about the 2JZ, which was under the hood of the Crash Supra. That was an I6. An inline six-cylinder engine. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that Dom's uh, Charger Still was not in these movies, by the way. <laughs> was rocking a supercharged V8, which is eight cylinders in a V formation. Uh, the, the old Ford Focus is an inline four, four in line. Uh, Porsches and Subarus run Wait, flat is that your fours. Car? But the Focus has an inline four. Okay, gotcha. A Subaru or a Porsche, those run uh, flat fours, where they're like kind of the their their four cylinders over are like a flat plane, kind of facing away from each other. Mm-hmm. But guard, this is an R two engine. What what does that R stand for? Mm, two engines in the shape of an R. No. Any more guesses? Revenant. <laughs> That was a good guess, but no. Guard, why I want to talk about this car and this engine specifically, because this is a rotary engine. Sure. This car, uh, the Mazda RX-7, which is also the same car driven by Dom in the first drag race in Fast 1. Oh. The one with the robot on the side. It's orange. Okay. Barely fit his muscles. Yeah, well, that's hard for any car to contain. But it these cars have wink, wankle rotary wankle. engines in them. Wankle rotary engines. And uh, I just want to do a little car talk about the wankle rotary engine. The engine's name's wankle? Wankle rotary engine. I mean, because that's Because it was name. invented by German engineer Felix Wankle. Dude, that's it. a you tough right. name. How old, when did that guy live? Uh, this it was invented by German engineer Felix Wankel in 1957. Holy shit, man! Um, so guard. Mm-hmm. To understand why this uh, engine's cool and why I think it's cool, we have to talk a, a little bit how engines work. Oh, good. I I, yeah, I know a little tech talk with Stone. Mm-hmm. We'll get through it. I'll do my best. Um, Guard, do you know the four strokes of an engine? No, I've never cared to. So, (laughs) (laughs) including right now. (laughs) Great, I get to teach you. Um, Yay. A a normal engine with a cylinder and a piston, uh, as almost all engines are, uh, have four cycles, intake, compression, ignition, exhaust. Uh An easy way to remember this guard... um, Oh, don't, you don't need to, tell the audience, I, I'm not ever going to oh, remember okay. this, yeah. Um, this is, this is <laughs> how they explained it in a Donut Media video, and it stuck with me, because it's very funny. Suck, squeeze, bang, <laughs> blow. Wow, okay. So, you have a cylinder, you have a piston, mm-hmm. that goes up and down in the cylinder, making it smaller or bigger, right? Mm-hmm. Following? Oh, yeah. So, so the first By no means am sucks. I doing anything else right now. <laughs> It sucks in air and fuel, right? You need those to go. Uh-huh. And then it and then it squeezes the air and fuel 
under compression, compresses it down. Then there's a bang. You get a little ignition from your spark plug, causes a boom, causes it to expand again. And then after it expands, it pushes back up, blowing the exhaust out. Those are the four strokes of a four-stroke engine. Suck, squeeze, bang, blow. You with me still, Guard? Yeah, 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 definitely. I really regret that gag because I think that was um, a day-old tea and it wasn't great. <laughs> um, but a Wankel rotary engine does not have a cylinder. Mm-hmm. It does not have a piston. It has a rotor and a rotor housing. So it's an oval with a Dorito shape in it that spins in circles. And the suck, squeeze, bang, blow happens on the outside of the Dorito inside of the cylinder. If you want to Google <laughs> Wankel Rotary Engine can I, on so, can Wikipedia. Can we rewind a second? Yeah. The suck, squeeze, bang, blow of suck, the Wankel Engine. Of the Wankel Rotary Engine, yes. Stone, this is an R-rated podcast, man, not an NC-17. Like We can't <laughs> describe sex acts during the podcast. This is uh, how an engine works, Guard. The, an engine works by, what was the sucking? four again? Sucking. It, su- it sucks in air and fuel. And then blows. It squeezes. Squeezes. It squeezes the air and fuel. <laughs> then there's ignition, which causes a bang. Uh-huh. And then it blows out the exhaust. Listen, sucks, all squeeze, I'm saying is Sean's blow. dad also paid for sucking, banging, blowing, <laughs> and whatever else a few nights ago. Oh, um, squeezing. Literally squeezing. all four of those are... I'm just saying, man. <laughs> um, but a Wankel rotary engine, basically it does all those things, but by going in a circle instead of a piston going up and down, and it's real neat. Cool. And y- you get a real cool engine out of it that has a Dorito spinning in an oval that somehow makes a cargo vroom. Um, I'll post pictures of it. It's hard to explain. Oh, yeah, good. But these engines uh, are lower weight. Yeah. So uh, your car weighs less because the number one weight in a car is the engine. Right. Um, they can rev to 10,000 RPMs and above. They sound like a bunch of bees in a jar. They're some of the coolest sounding engines of all time. Sounds badass. Uh, we saw one. One of the cars that raced at my bachelor party had a rotary engine in it, and I remember pointing it out to nobody listening <laughs> mm-hmm. um, because it's it's they sound absolutely insane. Um, if we get to hear this one, I'll point it out and let you know if it sounds correct or not. Um, Mazda, uh, made a bunch of rotary engines. One was in this car. Um, it was the 13B engine, the most widely produced rotary engine of all time. And the last rotary engine guard was in the Mazda RX-8. And it was the last production car with one. Last rolled off the lot, off the shop. What's the saying? (laughs) I don't know. The last car was from off the production line in 2012. And since then, we haven't been blessed with a car with a Wankel rotary engine. And I'm sad about it. I'm also bummed, obviously. So, oh, and the 2R is because uh, there's two rotors in this engine. Um, But it's so cool guard because it's a triangle the suck squeeze bang blow it all happens at the same time on each side of the triangle it's fucking sick it's a beautiful piece of engineering um and they came in this car that han is driving which i think is very cool Hmm. i've been wanting to talk about (laughs) wankel rotary engines for uh like weeks but i haven't had any reason to um (laughs) In a podcast episode. What a shame um, that you find. I know. Got what one. a shame. What a shame. And I knew this car. I knew this car was coming up in Tokyo Drift. And I said, Stone, just wait a little longer and you can talk as much as you want about the Wankel Rotary engine. <laughs> I'm so also, happy you did. So I'm really excited thank for you. you. 
Um, also, guard. Uh, a little fun fact. So, like I said, uh, uh, Vin, um, Dom, mm-hmm. in the first movie, the first drag race, he drove a Mazda RX-7, the orange one, mm-hmm. and that was also the scene where um, he hits the gas, the gas pedal, and like the camera flies through the engine and out the exhaust. You remember that? Uh huh. And I went back and watched that. And shout out to uh, that movie because they actually flew through, you guessed it, a Wankel rotary engine. They got it right. Okay, well, I'm glad at least that the engine sounded funny because it sounded like sex stuff, so that's great. Hey, and guard, you're never going to forget the four strokes, are you? Uh, Same with me one more time. Oh, you go ahead and Sam Stone, I'm going to sneeze over here. Guard, one more time. I'm going to sneeze, Stone, you go ahead. Okay, don't worry, I'll wait. I'm not gonna say him. Don't worry, I'll wait. I'll wait. Get it out. I can't. Bless you. I can't. It's uh, okay. Um, Stone. No one tells me what to do. I refuse. Same with me. One more time. I literally. You mean the audience? I'm Everyone saying it together. Suck. Squeeze. Bang. Blow. Okay, so concludes Stone's <laughs> science corner, whatever we're calling it. Never to come back again. Oh, it'll be back, baby. Uh, by audience demand. <laughs> hey, audience, don't re- I never forget. Suck, squeeze. Okay, Stone, we concluded it. I don't know if you heard. <laughs> That's over forever now. I think I found the now. title for this. Uh, I think I found the title for this podcast card. As long as you put Tokyo Drift in front of it. <laughs> Tokyo Drift colon suck, squeeze, bang, blow. Honestly, that's a good title, so I'm not mad that about that. That is a good that. title. All right. Um... And then Sean says, uh, I'll get your money. Oh, right. And We're that's where we leave. The F5. <laughs> and that's where we leave this movie. Oh, uh, no doubt, what? man. <laughs> Prediction time. He said, no oh, Han also says, get in the car. Where are they going? <laughs> I hope to hell. <laughs> They're going straight to hell. <laughs> well, great, guard. Uh, with us being done with this five minutes, do you have any... <laughs> Other stuff. Let me give you a real prediction, Stone. I'm sorry. Let me make up my lack of enthusiasm with a real prediction for you. Will that help uh, you feel better? Wait. You're not enthused right now? No, 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 no. no. That's not what I meant to say. (laughs) (laughs) I think that they're going to... um, Han's shop that it's going to be revealed he has a badass shop and uh, just to hang just for a hang no 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 uh uh what's Sean is going to be essentially slave labor there until it uh, an indentured servant if you will (laughs) I mean that's only fair it really is only fair well I yeah well guard Mm -hmm. we've come to the end of another great episode but before we go Yes. Do you have any other stuff? Oh boy, gee whiz! I've been watching the Lord of the Rings extended editions. Uh, if you always fun, need a good way to kill. Uh, what is it like thirteen hours? Uh, boy, oh, those a are a lot nice. of hours. Yeah, those are fun. A lot of hours. Fun way to do that. How about you, Stone? Um, mine's a twofer, but they're connected. Okay, great. Um, really quick. Uh, never mind. I don't have it. Go ahead. <laughs> really quick hey guard really quick never mind okay i've got it again all right real quick never mind okay total uh let's see 11 hours and 55 minutes of movies god a great 11 hours and 55 minutes average is about four hours a piece pretty awesome so um well guard yeah uh what <laughs> both of my other stuffs are uh, car related <laughs> Okay, Go nice. fucking figure, yeah. everyone. Um, have you heard of the NPR show Car Talk? Um, yeah, I think so, actually. So uh, it's an old NPR show, like when they just did radio shows, like before podcasts. What? Yeah, back in the fucking dark ages. I don't know where I saw this from, so sorry, whoever I ripped it off from. Oh, American Dad, I think. Um, I just saw this the other day that this guy said, radio, (laughs) it's like a podcast, except instead of on your time, it's on our time. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's exactly what it is. But it's this uh, radio show that went for like years and years and years with two brothers um, where they would just kind of bullshit with each other and then people would like call in and give them their car problems and they're both ex-mechanics, so they just bullshit with them and give them answers. And uh, NPR currently posts uh, them as like uh, edited uh, down podcast episodes so I've been listening to those, and they're an absolute hoot and a holler. <laughs> and uh, I think right now I'm listening to ones from the 90s, which are great. So it's people calling in about their like brand new 1991 car that they have problems with. It's a great time. I'm really enjoying it. But also, my other thing, number two, is I watched Cars 3 on the plane to our trip. Ugh, gross. I think it might be the best Cars movie. Uh, well, I really enjoyed it. I can't say as I've but seen guard. any of those for quite some time, so I'll have to take your word. But on guard, that. let me, let me, let me. Have you seen Cars One? Yeah, a long, long time ago. So you know how Lightning McQueen. And by the way, uh, Larry the Cable Guy. I don't know why, but his voice rubs me the wrong way, so I have a very hard time listening to Mater. Oh, there's very little Mater in the third one, which I was pumped about. But in Cars One, uh, Lightning McQueen's title sponsor is Rusty's. Right? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And there's the two Rusty spokesmen who are like the Rusty trucks, right? Sure. Those two Rusty trucks are voiced by the two guys from Car Talk. <laughs> well, okay, that is. And I was, I was watching, I was watching Cars 3, and they had like a short scene where they were like leaving and Lightning was getting a different sponsor or whatever. And I'm like, these fuckers sound familiar. Who are these guys? And I'm listening to it. And they said, all right, before we leave, I just got one last thing to say. Don't drive like my brother. And then the other one said, don't drive like my brother. And that's how Car Talk show is a send off. <laughs> that's their send off on their show. And it all like connected in my brain. It was magical and I loved it and it made me happy. Well, that's actually uh, pretty fun, Stone. So I'm happy. So go watch Cars 3. Good movie. Go listen to Car Talk from the 90s. Fun show. Okay, not the shout-out I was thinking we'd be giving today, but I'm not upset about it, so that's great. What shout-out did you think we were giving going to be giving today? Um, I just expect... I guess I was expecting a shout-out similar to that because who knows with you, so I'm ready for anything. <laughs> yeah, do you think that we were going to talk about the Wankel rotary engine? Uh, Christ, no, I did not. Um, well, um... That's all I have. That's it. Excellent. Well, that's all the time we have. But as always, don't drive like my brother. Don't drive like my brother. <laughs> <laughs>